Why, hello everyone. This is Classic Homesteading Practices, and today we are finally going to be talking about the spring garden plants. And the biggest difference, or the reason why we call them spring versus fall versus summer plants, is mainly because of how they work during the seasons. So, for instance, a spring crop or a spring plant is going to be doing better in the springtime or in the fall, actually, because of how the plants work in the colder weather, whether it's going to taste differently, whether it's going to bolt, which means that if it gets too hot for this plant, then it is going to grow and flower so it can seed instead of just staying the harvestable plant that we really, really want. Which is why, as a gardener, knowing the difference between uh, a summer, spring, or fall plant is really important for you and for your harvest. So, a big thing or a big way to single out which is a spring versus a summer plant is... One, is it frost hardy? And being frost hardy means that if the seed or the plant is hit with 32 degrees or zero degrees Celsius, for those of you over in the Europe's, um, it will not die. It can take it getting frozen and then coming back and still growing and producing afterwards. And there are a lot more of these plants than we actually think. It's a lot of root vegetables. It's a lot of brassicas, which are green leafy vegetables. We have flowers even that are in the frost hardy uh, or the cold hardy range. And I really just wanted to share them with you. So if you decided that you want to actually start your garden early, but you're not quite past your last frost date, that last date where um, your summer plants, your plants that can't handle a 32 degrees or under weather uh, temp, you can start with these plants and enjoy them. And even the funner part about these plants is that some of them actually do better or taste better during this time of year. And I am super excited to say that there are a lot of vegetables that are in this category. I'm talking Brussels sprouts, roots as in carrots, parsnips, beets, rutabagas, uh, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbages, red and green, Kale, kale. So many people get upset about kale because it doesn't taste good. Try growing it in the spring and in the fall. And again, the reason for that is because for lettuces, for greens, in the springtime, uh, it makes the plant sugars rush into the leaves when it gets to a certain cold temperature. So when it gets cold, The sugars rush into the leaves, you harvest them cold, you keep the sugars, and you get that sweeter taste compared to a leaf that is in the heat 
where everything is more wilty, the structure has dropped down, it's trying to cool off or sweat for a plant in the summertime, and that's why you get wilty leaves, wilty cabbage, or just very almost skunky tasting leafy greens, broccolis, Brussels sprouts. And that's the fun thing too, is being able to experiment with your different types of greens during the spring and summer transition or the summer to fall transition. You get to see the different tastes. You get to see the different effects that happen to your plants that you necessarily don't get to see if you did a full summer crop. So definitely keep that in mind when you want to start your garden. Um, Also, the nice thing about starting a spring garden is that even if there's still snow on the ground, you are still able to plant. And this may come to a surprise to a lot of people because, you know, our general thought is, oh no, if I put seeds in the ground right now, they're going to freeze. No, that's not the case. Actually, it is good for some seeds to have a cold period or a freezing period where they think that there is snow on the ground or that is winter time. Um, A lot of colder weather perennial plants like blueberries need that froze or that freeze period of time. So they're able to know, hey, it's not time yet, but we're getting to that point where you can start germinating and growing. And a lot of people have actually uh, put seeds like blueberries in the freezer to give them that that period of time where they think that they're in dormancy. Again, very important for certain plants. Um, and for others, again, like root vegetables specifically, it is easy to put them in the ground in a frozen period versus planting them indoors and then transplanting them because you're messing with the root. So I would actually go ahead Uh, Personally, I have done this with onions, parsnips, carrots, beets, uh, all my root vegetables. I put seeds in the ground and let them grow in the cold in the winter. And yes, you're not going to see anything grow until uh, it breaks 32 degrees 40 degrees, 50 degrees. Uh, But the thing is, is that you do not have to worry about these seeds dying, which again is a huge concern for a lot of people. And also you may get a little bit of growth during a false spring. So if you plant carrot seeds, say a month before your last frost date, the snow is melting, Everything is looking like spring's about to come around. You start seeing seedlings popping out of the ground, and then, bam, snow comes. Everything is under snow. Do not worry. Your seeds are fine. They will be fine, especially in colder, um, lower 48 states like Washington, uh, Oregon. I say that they're... Uh, northern states because in Alaska everything is lower than us Um, so it's a little bit of a gauge difference when it comes to me planting 
uh, carrots two weeks out versus someone in Washington or Oregon planting uh, their carrots four weeks out. You have a little bit more wiggle room. It's not that big of a concern. And again, it's not going to stunt the growth like we are concerned about. And again, if, if that's something that is still concerning you, if you don't want to worry about that, again, you can start your carrots inside. You can start your beets, your root vegetables, your leafy greens inside, and then transplant them out. Just be concerned that if you do that, there is the possibility that you are going to stunt the growth of your root vegetable. It doesn't always happen. Most of the time it comes out fine, but for me personally, I've had that happen where uh, I, I was splitting my beets apart because uh, I, I cluster sow, which means that I sow multiple seeds in one pod or one cup, and then I break apart the seedlings and I put them in their proper spacing outside when I transplant. Um, and again, this can make the beet uh, or any root plant just come out smaller um, or not to the right size, basically. And also carrots can be stunted. All of this can be stunted, which is why sowing outside is actually nicer in the long run than indoor sowing for your spring seeds. Another reason why you would want to sow outdoors as it gives your plants the time uh, necessary to tell when it's time to germinate, get everything spooled up, and properly phasing in from spring to summer without bolting. Like if you might plant uh, your seeds indoors a little too late and then you're starting at late spring transplanting into summer your leafy greens like your spinaches your uh, any kind of salad greens might bolt on you i had that happen to me where i decided to do leafy greens at the same time as my tomatoes so i started them in may late spring for alaska uh early summer and then by June, July, they all bolted on me and there was no way getting back to that. Also, again, like I said, the flavor changed dramatically. So that is my warning to you. If you decide to do leafy greens at the same time as your summer plants, you're probably gonna have a very big taste difference. So start them early in the springtime. It'll be so much more flavorful. Also, again, I'm going to say this for fall time as well. Start a second batch, and I will talk more about this. We will talk about fall plants much later in the season. Uh, but I want you to keep this in the back of your mind for now for succession sowing. About the time for, for the north, it would be around late July, early August. Sow your leafy greens again so you can transplant them or direct sow them into the ground. So when late August, early September rolls around, everything is starting to cool down. Everything is starting to get nice and 
easy for, again, these leafy greens that are going to be very sustainable in this weather. They're going to love this weather. They're going to thrive in this weather. And again, because you're transitioning from summer into winter or fall, you will have that uh, that hardiness and the plants will be able to transition from the hot to the cold without getting any kind of shock. And again, if you direct sowed into the ground, you don't have to worry about transplanting. You don't have to harden off your plants. So that is, again, my advice to you. Keep that in the back of your mind for when we get into uh, fall planting and succession planting. Just keep that in the back of your mind. So let me make sure I have heavily talked about leafy greens, brassicas, and root vegetables. So all I'm going to say it again, rutabagas, carrots, parsnips, uh, beets, and potatoes. Potatoes are tubers. They are not root vegetables, but some of them are built for cold climate. Uh, It is best for you to plant them in the spring and let them go through into the summertime. Uh, But like russets and Yukon golds, and there are some varieties that are gourmet types that are also the same way. Um, However, I I would definitely suggest that you look into your potatoes before you decide to spring set them instead of doing them in the summertime. All right, flowers. Other plants that you can put in the ground during the springtime are bulbs. So anything that is a bulb plant, like lilies, daffodils, uh, petunias, all those beautiful flowers that are bulb type plants, you are allowed to put them in the fall time or in the springtime, that is when they need to be put in the ground, and they will blossom and bloom in the early summer, all the way through summer. Um, Also, there are pansies, there are borage, calendula, marigolds, snapdragons, violas. There is a lot of beautiful small and large flowers that you can So in the springtime, again, you don't have to worry about them freezing if it gets 32 degrees or under, um, unless it gets into a very hard frost. So anything around the 25 degree range is when you have to be like, okay, these seeds might not survive. And if you have anything growing outside where it's, again, around the 25 degree range or under, these leafy greens may not survive. And then you do need to have a backup plan. That's when you need to be concerned. Okay, these are probably not going to survive. Let's just go ahead and resow, or let's just go ahead and do an inside transplant into the outside. And those flowers are just a couple of many that you can do. Uh, The reason why I'm not giving too much in depth is because there's so many flowers. There are so many flowers that you can do when it comes to bulbs and again, starting from seeds in the springtime. Um, 
that it's just much more easy to go ahead and look online. And also check which would be best for your zone. Zoning, your flowers, your root vegetables, all of this for springtime is very important. But again, if you know that your nights are going to be around 30 to 32 degrees or higher, then I would say go ahead and start putting your seeds in the ground for your spring garden. Because again, the drop off, the the temperature drop off isn't going to kill these seeds. It's going to stunt the growth for that little bit of time until it warms back up, but it's not going to truly stunt the growth of your plant. It's going to grow into a beautiful whatever vegetable it is. And also, biggest thing for advice is just have patience. Um, Yes, it's going to be scary the first time that you do this because you're going to have that concern of, oh, my plant died or, oh my gosh, it's 25 degrees. She said that it's going to die. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Uh, The reason why I say 25 degrees or less is because most of the time that's when my plants have died. Um, Or the cold snap is actually worse than 25 degrees and I didn't know that it happened. Uh, Also, understand that plants are a lot more resilient than we think, especially when it comes to brassicas, root vegetables, and again, these different types of flowers because they were made for this weather. They were made to be in northern climates or they were made to be in places with cold, cold weather. And I think that's the biggest thing about getting discouraged with gardening is the reminder that we we need to have when uh, being gardeners is that our accomplishments is impatience along with just understanding what plants are doing. And the thing is, is spring plants are hardier. Spring plants can take on a lot more cold. Don't be discouraged if something dies. It's easy to plant again. A lot of leafy greens, it takes about four to six days for germination. They grow really quickly. They are shallow growers, which means you don't need a lot of dirt compared to a tomato plant, a, uh, a summer plant, um, unless you're doing root vegetables and then you need a lot of uh, deep soil to plant them in so they're able to grow properly. Uh, a lot of leafy greens actually are able to grow in uh, difficult soils, though, again, if you're able to definitely roughen up the soil, make it more loamy, just airy. Let them, well, let their roots breathe, basically. And just remember again, and yes, I know I've said this for like the fifth time, but patience. Patience is key. I am terrible at this. I go out in my yard every day, look at the progress of my onions right now, and see if they're not dead. 
and well, see if they're not stunted as well. And again, as a gardener, it doesn't go away, this fear, this concern. It does lessen though. And as soon as you have this knowledge of, hey, this is going to be fine, it gets better. And I'm here to tell you, it's fine. You're going to do great. All right. Let me make sure that I have done everything. Looking at my notes, I've talked to you about root vegetables, brassicas. Again, hardy flowers. We have talked about how they are supposed to and will survive 32 degree weather uh, and a little bit lower So if it goes below freezing, these plants will not die. They are hardy. They are frost hardy. And that is it. I have given you everything that I know when it comes to spring gardening. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope you enjoyed this time with me. And... If there's anything else that you need to know, if something did not sound right, um, or if you would just like some clarification, please comment down below. I am now putting videos on YouTube uh, along with this podcast, and there is the Facebook channel for uh, Classic Homesteading Practices. Please reach out. Please tell me if I did a good job for you, if this was clarified enough or clear enough for you. Uh, And if it wasn't, if it was redundant, let me know. I would love to know. All right. Have a wonderful day, guys. Bye.